watching after this. I haven't slept yet. Well, you're sleep, still up. My sleep schedules. Oh no wonder. I yeah, it's it's off. And I weird. mean, the reason the only reason I suggested eleven o'clock to start, I was like trying. I was like, oh yeah, I don't know what time he's gonna be up. We'll do eleven. o'clock. Yeah, it was just I was. Like, Let me see if this will make, either make me sleepy or if I. This this is a pivotal moment. It determines whether I'm going to crash or whether I'm going to use it to energize the rest of my day. I think I'm going to crash. Okay. I crashed. I missed the uh, the the third batch of uh, startups because I took a post lunch nap, and I missed the finals too. But I mean, it, so what do you do? Like especially in a place like this where you've you've never been. I mean, mm-hmm. you've been on the continent. You're in uh, South Africa, which yeah. is obviously different in right. a lot of ways what do you what do you do between the hours of midnight and, and 9 a.m do you, you just hang out in the hotel uh well midnight i mean i would last night I, I went out i know is a comedian friend of mine basket mouth uh basket mouth yeah it's a good name yeah um and uh so after the the, the after party i went to his party uh, he was, I guess it was a rap party that he was having. He has a show out here, Flatmates. So it was a rap party for his crew. Went by there. And then, uh, there was another comedian, Bucci, is from here. Went to, uh, to a restaurant, went to some, uh, went to a bar, went to a restaurant. We then got back here around three. So you actually know a fair number of people out here. Just to come, just know those those uh, folks, and they just they've been introducing me to some other enough to keep you busy for like three four days. Yeah, yeah, they they've you know taking me around, and then you know all you really need to fill the day is two things because the traffic will take care right. of everything else. You know, I was hosting the event, and I got yeah. up on stage at like nine forty five, and I looked out in the audience, and there were two rows. Yeah, and we were just like, oh. Like, you know, you never really know. Right. You come to a new place. And then, you know, an hour or so later, it filled up. Mm-hmm. And somebody said, like, the good news is once people are here, they're not leaving. Right. You, know? <laughs> you have to really want to go somewhere. Right. I mean, you'll hear, like, I don't know how much this is going to pick up on the mic, but we're right by the freeway. And one of the sides, it looks like a parking lot down there. It's, it's not flowing at all. And from, from I landed... From the airport to, I mean, from Clear Customs to hotel, everything all together uh, is about four and a half, close to five hours. To get from the airport to... Get to the... Well, because then it was finding uh, the person that was picking me up and then then going to outside, waiting for the ride. Of course, the ride, they're in traffic coming to the airport, so it takes them an hour to get to me and then maybe three hours for the drive of and it crazy traffic way like man this is you just think about how it affects your personality if you had to deal with it every day i mean everybody seems really nice here i don't know if it's just my experience but like everybody like seems very pleasant i guess i guess they like everybody just takes it out on the road while they're out there or maybe that's where you develop your personality is in the car you just practice who you're gonna be for the rest of your life (laughs) you got so much time maybe i'll be this guy you go, you go one or two ways, right? You either get you like pissed off, screaming, dude, or yeah. you get you get kind of zen about it, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, if if I can deal with this, like I I won't even drive in New York. I only drove twice when I was living there, and it was and one of the times I had to get on the the tunnel, and 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 it was it was terrible. You know, if you can be zen about it, yeah. If you can handle this, well, I think it's just it, yeah, you just it is you it just 
you can't really change it. So yeah. you have to just deal with it. And after a while, it's just, it's kind of normal. I like your approach to travel though. I mean, I guess you don't, you travel a lot, but you don't really get a lot of time generally when you go to a place. Uh, yeah, it depends on how my, my dates are, are scheduled. And, yeah. and so, you know, if I can, I try to just give myself a, a little more time. If it's a, if it's a good city, just give myself an extra day or two just to relax and, and not have a gig and, and, um, you know, not have it be a, a travel day. I guess you're like at a point now where you can, you can spread it out a bit, right? You're able to pick and choose more than you used to be able to. I mean, I've been able to do that for the past few years. It's just, it's just doing it. <laughs> and actually yeah. where, where you kind of, it was, I was in a mode more of really just hitting it and, and, and working and, and making, you know, every day is a tour day and, and, and really going after it. And then, and then uh, now it's more okay. Let me just relax a little bit, and you know the work will the work, especially live work, will be there. And it was more a lot of times when you're dealing with movie scheduling and other TV stuff that takes mm-hmm. up other days, so you have to fill in these spots. So yeah, I've been just trying to enjoy enjoy places more and and travel for for leisure and 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 hang out. So it's it's, it's and and then just you know ahead of time. I'm not, I don't plan on doing, you know, cold weather places in January anymore. It was okay. It's January. All right. We can pick our spots. January. We're going to do West Palm beach. We're going to do uh Tampa. We're going to do San Diego. We're going to do like, fuck this going to Canada in January. We'll go to Canada. Even, you know, and I'm from Chicago and the cold, you know, I I grew up in it, but it's still okay. If we don't have to, let's work around this shit. It is weird being here, like it's seeing like Christmas decorate. It, yeah. It's like ninety degrees outside, and you see Christmas decorations yeah, out here. It's great, great Christmas lighting out here. It's great. Do, do you need to like segment your life like? Well, that, how though? weird is this? Is this uh, my first interview in Nigeria? Is just with a white dude. That's. <laughs> 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 That's fair. I don't know. I mean, you like, it seems like you went out of your way to make this not a work trip though. I mean, you're doing, you're doing like the tech run stuff. You're like, you're checking up startups, but like, I mean, you probably could have done a show here if you wanted to. I might still do a show. Yeah. yeah. I'll probably do a show on a weekend. I mean, the reason why your first interview is with a white dude is because like you didn't, you didn't announce your presence. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I checked because I was, I was talking to our friend Megan mm-hmm. and I was like, oh yeah, I, like, this seems really, this is weird. He's going to like, he's going to be there during mm-hmm. our event, you know, and like, and not in any formal capacity. Yeah. I'll check out his Twitter to just like, you know, make sure that like she's right about that. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her Twitter and there was like, I don't think you've mentioned that you're here at all. I just posted up okay. a picture yesterday, uh, last night. Yeah. I'm not big on that. Some, sometimes if I want to find out what's going on in a place or get some recommendations, then I'll ask. But a lot of times, yeah, I don't, I'm, uh, I wouldn't say it's secretive because I did post, but I'm, uh, yeah, then, uh, I just sometimes like to go somewhere and not constantly update about it if it's, if it's not necessary. This is just one of those places you go, you're like, you're like, this, it's fucking cool. I'm here. Like, I want to tell people that I'm here. Yeah. Cause I've been basically trapped in the hotel for the last two days. Right. So I've been like, Hey, everyone, check out this, like, Chinese restaurant I ate at in Nigeria. It's crazy. They're playing Eminem and we're, you know, like we're yeah. in Africa and we're eating Chinese food and they're playing like, like, you know, American, like, like rock and hip hop music. Yeah. It was, 
at the party last night, yeah. the band was, when, we, when I got there, the band was doing a cover of I'm Not Afraid. It would be interesting performing at a place like this. You feel like you have material that's a little more universal or just given like how ubiquitous technology and culture is. Yeah. I mean, I would do, um, I would, in a, if I did a show here, I would do a few minutes up top of just what my experience has been here. Yeah. And then after that is back to business. Just regular, you're not going to do a whole, you're not going to get a whole hour of, of just, Nigeria jokes. <laughs> I'll give you some because it is interesting, but it's just not. That's not. That can't be the whole show. You give them like real time updates from your trip from the airport to the hotel. I know. I will talk about that, yeah. but that only fills up a. I mean, if I'm doing a full set, you know, if I'm doing an hour, hour fifteen type show, you get some of that, and then, and I mean, if you if it's here's I figure. I mean. It's a city of 20 million people. I feel like they're yeah. 500. <laughs> I get 500. You can fill uh, up a room. That, uh, and that know my, my stuff and, and my material and my, my tone. So yeah, that would, that would be the show. And that's, that's how I approach it with most foreign things anyway. It's just, here's a few jokes about what happened while I was walking around today or what I saw in your paper or something. And then it's into the show. People like that, like d- dumb American in our country. What's that even? It's just people like hearing outside perspective. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and so, yeah, it's just if you're a fan of a comedian, then, you know, you've heard their other, you've heard other material of theirs and their perspective on something. So it's like, what is he, what has it been like for him at this place? I want to hear that. So you're able to just do that, decide to do a show and it'll come together? Uh, yeah, you can. I mean, it's it's just really getting a venue, and you have a microphone. It's pretty simple, you know. It's yeah. not a big tech setup as far as you know. I don't you don't have, have to like don't put need a band together and all that. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, and, uh, my regular show, I do have a DJ, and we have we you know do some visual projection projections and different things like that. But it's not absolutely necessary. You know, I can do a. So yeah, you just, I mean, I think especially knowing these comedians here, they could help out with getting a venue and, and helping with the, the promo. So it's just doing it. I've had to get better in my life about setting aside travel time and making sure that there's time that I'm not working. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you're, you're leaving the option open. About the show. The show is, is, I mean, we haven't locked it down yet, but yeah. yeah. But even still, you know, it's been, I mean, it's a, also a, it's a 10 day trip. You know what I mean? It's a pretty long trip. So. One gig. I talk to a lot of people and like bands and comedians, writers. And when you're when when you're a freelancer, you know when you're not like going into a job nine mm-hmm. to five, and when you do something creative, it's tough to draw that line, right? I mean, in a way, like you never, you can't really turn it off. You're all, you're always kind of working in the background. Well, there's some, yeah, it's just not traditional work, and it's not always. Some of it is tangible work. I okay, I wrote these jokes or I, I finished this thing mm-hmm. up or I designed this and now that is a thing that I did. And then some of it is, you know, coming up with ideas and or concepts and free writing or and it might not be something that you use for for years. 
uh, or it might not come together for for a while, but it's still it's still work. So even just yesterday, we were just at the at the restaurant. We were talking about, oh, that would be, that could be cool if me if we did kind of a a crossover uh, comedy film. If if it was like me uh, as a black American like visiting my cousin that's African, and I moved there. And we have a business or something, and just and then we start talking about that a little bit. That's like that's sort of work, you yeah. know what I mean? But it's not physical; it's not that demanding. It's just a conversation, but acted upon and executed, then it's, yeah. it it can become a a product down the line. Have you gotten better about actually like executing on that down the road? Because I feel like we all like we all sit around, we're all like, what if? Yeah, what, what if, if this was a movie, that? you know, or like, what if we exactly. did a startup or something? We're gonna see. I mean, I've been trying to be better about that lately, and that's been been one of my 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 intentions. It's just to, uh, it's if I really do like an idea, just giving it the best shot that I can, and and you know, trying to think of the folks that could that help it move along, just because I do have a you know a bunch of different things going yeah. on. That you know, I I care about all of them and it, it, things that I want to make happen, but can't always actively work on it. So just assembling a team for for certain things. So I want to be better at that, and versus just having a, a convo and then you know time passes, time passes, and it's not then stuff isn't being acted on. So that's that's one thing. What are the downsides of being successful? And you know, and your career has definitely taken off a lot in the past couple of years. Yeah. Is, I mean, your your time becomes a lot more precious, right? You just you don't have as much time to sort of do something that's maybe maybe just for you. Uh, no, I mean, I, the, I again, I've been better at just you know, let's yeah. I'm gonna just work on this today. I'm gonna just chill, and it's it's been it's been good, man. It's been it's been because you can get you can get kind of caught up in. And really work and work. And I remember that run in 2015 where I did, I'm not sure when the South Africa gig was, but I did like London, Dublin, and Dubai. I think we got into London a day before the gig and we were able to do some stuff, but just went to Dublin for one night. You know what I mean? And got in the day of the show, did the show, left that morning. That was my first time in Ireland, you know? And I'm like, what the fuck? I just did one day, yeah. like less, not even a full 24 hours in this country. It has, you know, uh, uh, just an interesting history and all that. And I, and so I was like, man, I want to, you know, make sure even it's good to be efficient and make money and all that. But also you want to experience stuff, especially when you, you know, there for a little bit. I always, I always think about that trip a lot, like that one day. And then <laughs> off to Dubai. I'm like, I mean, you can go back. You can go back, but yeah, you yeah. definitely go back. But that's all. How long were you in New York for? I lived in New York uh, about eight years. Eight years, yeah. and, and then moved back home. Yeah, moved to Chicago two years ago. I mean, obviously, like now that you're getting these movie gigs, you're probably out in L.A. a fair bit. Uh, I go to L.A. not for movies, but just kind of to you know meet with people and and, and work on some other things. I, a lot of movies film elsewhere. It's filming in sure. Atlanta, but like auditions, but to, stuff like that. I don't audition that much. I mean, they pop up, but I don't. I don't really don't. Uh. I really don't book from auditions like that. I book off. I mean, I book off of 
offers and sending tapes is is better than doing auditions because you can you can just make the best tape. You don't have to if you fuck up. You don't have to send it. <laughs> I just I say that because like an idiot, I was like I was like, oh yeah, you were in game night, right? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Oh yeah, I do like ninety nine percent of my movie watching on planes. Yeah, and you knew exactly what I was talking about because, like, because Tags had a nice little afterlife on the plane. Yeah, but you're like I audition. You're like I audition for. Again, I audition. Right? Yeah, it was probably one. I think I did like, maybe just two auditions. Yeah. That is a rare, and that's why because I was like I didn't get it. That auditioning doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> so Chicago is it's a good home base for you. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's it's where I'm from. I just enjoy being there. It's just comfortable being home and just knowing exactly where to go. Driving without having to look at GPS or your phone. It's just, you know, yeah. you, that's a different. You drive differently. Yeah. Just that comfortable driving, never having oh, where do I turn and da da da. No, just active and just you know listening and vibing to the music, little shit like that, and. I'm working on this arts center, this arts and kind of tech after school center. So I got this building a couple years. I got the building too early because <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't really competition for it. Yeah. I got the building and we're just now getting into the groove. You get the building and you're like, Oh, now I have to do it. Like at the very least, it's that, like that was, you that committed was, to the, that was part of the yeah. reason I got it that I bought the building yeah. cuz I don't even know financially if that's the way you're supposed to do a nonprofit but I was like you know what if I buy this property then yeah. I got to make some moves I it, can't just have this big building until, and just sit it until you buy it or commit to something it's the the movie about you and your Nigerian cousin <laughs> yeah you know what I mean it's just that it's thing just that's just like it's one of like 50 ideas and right. you're like maybe at some point I'm going to get around to this yeah so yeah that that did make it you know and and it, and we I didn't get going with it when I wanted to but it's and, but everything is in motion now we got the architects coming up with their plans for the for the rebuild so uh that's a real thing and and I wanted uh, that's part of the reason I moved back is cuz I wanted to you know work on that and build that in my in my old neighborhood. Yeah, this is just, yeah, it's nice being home. It's cheaper there than New York. And I just, yeah, it's more, it's more space to move. And I felt like I could be more productive there than in New York. Why was this project specifically that building that sort of, um, I guess like an after school project? After like? Sc- like, wait, I mean, the exact programming yeah. is still. You know, that'll develop over time, but it's more just an art center and just tech center. Just give kids training opportunities and, 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 you know, have them just coding classes, music. Why was this project an important one for you? It was just, um, I, I found myself, you know, donating to charities and you're either, you know, performing at benefits. Or just or just cutting a check, but not really doing anything, and so it was just me, just okay. How can I how can I have a project that you know is is substantial that I'm I'm really putting forth an effort and and pulling all the resources that I can versus you know just kind of be like, hey, I donated, boom, there yeah. you go, yeah, there You're it welcome. is. You do whatever you doing over there with that. I don't know. Yeah. All I know is I gave that shit. It could be going to some 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 gear or or computer stuff. It might be going to the the chairman's of the nonprofit's mortgage. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. But so it was just me wanting to have something that 
I definitely knew what was going on with it. And, and the exciting thing about it is that I kind of, you, you, you pull in from a bunch of worlds just to, to, to get it going with, you know, with the architects, you're dealing with, even from the beginning of it, dealing with the real estate people, then it's architects, then you got to get a board together and you got to get funding and there'll be, you know, performances and classes. So thinking about the programming and, and all of these different things and, um, and different, different folks that are going to come together and make it happen. So I'm just excited for that, the, just the different collaborations too. I was telling you, I was in, um, I was in Chicago in March and like everybody has a chance story. Yeah. Every like Uber driver, every taxi driver, they're all like, cause he, I mean like when you spend time with somebody like that, you're like, I got to up my game. Yeah. This guy is like, right now he's like 80% like giving back to community, 20% like, you know, working on, he seems, he just seems like everywhere. Yeah. He's not, he's not, he's put out a few songs. Yeah, but no, I, been, know. I know. No, but it's been, it has been way more. Yeah. It was like mixtapes a couple of years ago. Now it's really taken off. But he was like, most people are like, I'm going to do the career for a little while. And he's just like, he's like he all in. I mean, uh, he's done a lot of uh, great things, man. Uh, the the city, the city of Chicago really needs it. He has a lot of, there's a lot of BS going on with the infrastructure and politically. So it's, yeah, it, it's, uh, it is energizing just seeing what he does and, and, and being able to help with a, a couple of things. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really dope. I suspect the internet has probably helped too. I mean, you know, your ability to put a video out there, you know, that you can, you can basically to some degree, like live wherever you want and still be prolific online. Yeah. I mean, as far as just getting out information or sharing work, the internet has changed that for 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 everybody in general, you build a fan base. You don't need to be in a certain city to to grow your grow your base for for. And then you you know you're in whatever town is not a major considered the major market. I mean, not that like Chicago is like a no no no. Or, I'm just talking yeah. in general about the current current landscape of just internet people that have you know come from other cities that that aren't consider the spot that you move to or whatever but you know these people go on the road and and sell out shows from their town because you're not doing you can you can build an audience without doing that the typical grind of doing all these small shows and 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 all that uh it's a great tool man and it's just a great tool for obviously sharing information and just you know when you do have good ideas or have something going on just saying uh hey i got this going on so, uh, and then people just say, oh, try this or reach out to this person. And I've talked about things on podcasts before and people are here on the podcast. I heard you looking for this. Well, mm. here's this guy. And then, oh, I do this. So even when I was in, a couple years ago talking about the art center, people reached out. Oh, I want to help with that. Or I do this and I work with this place. So it is definitely made it where you can, um, be connected and, and push ideas for it going forward like next couple of years like what do you what do you see the the breakdown being i mean do you still obviously you still enjoy stand-up and yeah. you still want that to be a big part but what do you see sort of being your kind of primary uh i think i i wanna i think i wanna pivot more towards so you're learning you're learning our lingo 
pivot. Yeah. <laughs> like you'd be hanging around the startup people. <laughs> I want to pivot and scale yeah. uh, a little something. bit. And then um, we're, we're hoping to exit, but I just want to pivot more towards a online kind of con- like consistency. And just what, producing. What does that mean? Just having a, a web show, like okay. even doing a talk show and in, in Chicago, that style thing, live show, like internet talk show yeah. with a band, guest. Like the Eric Andre thing, thing, but you sort just of. It's a talk there. show. Yeah. Yeah. That's how, and so just doing that on a daily and putting that out just to keep people engaged and, and, uh, just doing that type of thing just so the audience so I'm still building an audience and, and entertaining but not necessarily torn as much so yeah I want to I want to try because I that's one thing I, I have used the internet to to my benefit but I don't I don't really I, I haven't had an internet thing where I've been truly consistent and you know Every week at this time, I have podcast. I have a podcast, but we've been iffy on our time. Yep. And we're about to start back up, but as far as just nailing it and just seeing, like, what can we? What happens if you're if you're doing something every day and you you give it to them every day, or you you every week at this time and you build that? I haven't seen what that type of how that pays off yet. So I'm interested to see. Like, okay, I've done all right, but what if I actually kept a schedule? Yeah. <laughs> So you feel like you're gonna scale back the the stand up? Not scale back, but just not tour as much. I mean, I toured pretty heavy over these past few years, and so I plan on recording a special in February, and I'll do some gigs and a promo tour of that. But then you really kind of wanna you wanna let people miss you a little bit. So you're doing a weekly podcast? (laughs) No, I mean, on the live side, on the live side, that live ticket is different. And and the podcast builds that when you come back. So you don't want to hit a city, you know, you try to find that, that fine line between, um, riding a wave and, and making people miss you on the road. So you, you want to space, Space it out a little bit. Is touring just too much of a grind? No, no, it's not. I mean, it can't. It, it, touring at this, it could be what you want yeah. it to be. So you could be. It, it's just you could do it. You can stay. Some people just say, "Okay, I'm just gonna do these two weekends." Some people just, say, "I work two weekends a year." I mean, not two weekends a year. Two weekends a month, I do. Or I might just do one weekend a month. Or some people just do. They'll do all their touring. Book me. February, March. So it's not just, it's a grind. It's just doing something different too. Just mixing it up. I've done, I know what that is. You know what I mean? Going to a city and doing stand up. So unless I come up with something that's super exciting for me to tour, like something that's different uh, with the show or it's, it's, really fresh to me I, I don't see the need to tour right again right away after after i put out this special the internet has kind of spoiled me as a writer you know because i can just do something and put it out in the world i talk to musicians who spend like all this time working on a record yeah and then it just sort of sits on the shelf for a little while they have to wait for it which i guess is, is actually probably pretty similar to doing a movie right you carve uh, out a certain amount of your life to do it yeah oh the movie cycle dude it takes it's so long man yeah. Is, is especially when you just you know used to the immediacy of stand up waiting for a movie to come out it'll, it'll be uh you know on the short on the short end it'll be nine months 
that's a fast turnaround from wrapping a movie to premiere date nine months and I every time I do a movie and they say this is the release date I'm like you know it's pretty pretty easy to die in between then (laughs) (laughs) Mike (laughs) you know that'd be good that'd be good for the movie's bottom line though so (laughs) Hannibal's final film I guess so. I mean, I don't, if, if I got back in, I don't, if I don't have back in, I don't care. It doesn't matter if you have back in, if you're dead, Hannibal. Think about my family, <laughs> dog. Okay. Listen, man. <laughs> too single-minded, dog. Think bigger than yourself. All right. Uh, you <laughs> I got, got nieces and nephews yeah, 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 and, all, yeah, yeah. and folks around, man. See, dog? Legacy, man. <laughs> Do you, you enjoy it, though? You enjoy the process of making a, a big movie like that? Not really. No. I mean... Parts of it, the whole thing, as no, but there's parts that are enjoyable. It's just that the the issue I have with it is is just the filming. That's probably what you spend the least time doing is actually yeah. filming. It's a lot of just sitting around. That's the the pain in the ass about traveling. Is like it's all the stuff it takes to do it. It's yeah. the airport. It's, you know, it's like being on the plane. It's all that. And then the actual time that you're spending on stage is maybe just an hour or two. Yeah, but then it's, oh, I don't know. It's a difference because it's yours. And you kind of, there's adjustments that you can, can make with the show, changing order. And you can say this worked like this the night before I could try. But with acting, you kind of, uh, if you're acting on somebody else's project, you're just kind of doing, just saying other people's stuff, which, you know, obviously television and movies, there's lots of great watchable stuff. It's just for me, I don't, I didn't, I don't enjoy it that much yeah. when I'm doing it compared to standalone. So yeah, that's why, I mean, it will be cool to, you know, I think writing our own project from scratch will be, will be great or directing at some point because the director, has so much to do. It's very busy. Yeah, he's direct talking to actors, talking to camera people, yeah. makeup, what well, switch this, gotta do so you as a director, there's a lot of it's a lot of work, a lot of responsibility, but you're pretty active. It's like the community center. You gotta you gotta be good at, at every aspect. Yeah, of or you just have to get, you know, get people that are really good at those those things. So that yeah, I I like just to be be active and, and so when you Acting on a movie, it's a, it's easy to feel like, oh, what am I? I be, should be doing something else right now. Your level of fame is interesting. Th- that party that we were at, there there was that one guy who walked up to us because you. I mean, you're very modest. People ask you what you do. I think you say I'm an entertainer. I say I work in entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Sort of like path of least resistance. It's just if they don't if they don't know me, then yeah. that's what. Yeah, I work in entertainment. It, it was funny watching him like slowly try to pinpoint where he knew you from yeah is that a common thing yeah it is it depends on my mood sometimes i'll help people out and then yeah. sometimes I just let them just i don't know, struggle because <laughs> it's because if I, if somebody asks what have i seen you in or the thing is they or it probably have seen me, but I don't like going through stuff. If because if it's the wrong thing, then or if I'm just naming things, I didn't. I didn't come here to do that. You know, I didn't come here to like drop resume, like just to help you through this. <laughs> I mean, it, it must be surreal the first time that happens, though. The first time, like 
a strange person recognizes you. What did it start from? I mean, it started from stand up. For you know what yeah. I mean? I did stand up in college and from doing small college shows on campus and people, oh, you were doing a show. You did that show. And so when I was only doing stand-up, it was, you know, occasionally bumping into somebody that saw me do stand-up. You know, even if I was working a regular job and while I was doing stand-up, sometimes while you working that job, I was delivering sandwiches for some place while I was in college and I was doing stand-up and I delivered a sandwich. And some dude was like, I saw you at the show. Or even working at Peter Pit. Oh, you got the joke about pigeons. Like, uh, do you want onions on this or what? So (laughs) being recognized. But then, you know, it was people that definitely knew what they, uh, what they recognized, uh, you for. But when, yeah, when people don't know, but they do, but they don't, it's, uh, it's a, it's not the, the most rewarding conversation to have. Sure. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, just as far as just, it's yeah. not, it's not like I'm saying, like, if, like, uh, I'm angry about it. It's like, it's not the best. Sure. It's not the best use of time. I mean, it beats any conversation you're going to have at the pita pit, though. <laughs> I mean, things are clearly, mo- doesn't it? No, I mean, like, on the other side of the <laughs> counter of the pita pit. Just, but it is funny. It's just, just to have a dinner and then somebody say, hey, yeah, where do I know you from? It's like, you interrupted me to, to be uncertain. <laughs> I think you're at a good level though, because I was actually watching this guy go through this and, and part of it, I, you know, is because we're like on the other side of the world, but to watch him do the transition from like, like I know you mm-hmm. like, as in like, you know, weren't we in high school together? Yeah. It's a lot like, of people, yeah, we, but it seems, it seems like you've been able to sort of actually make the transition from like, people are like, Oh no, it's a, I don't know you personally, but I've seen you in a thing. Yeah. It, people think some guy earlier or yesterday at the conference, he, he's like, you were at the, he was an African guy. Yeah. You were at the blockchain event a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, nah, I wasn't at the blockchain event. He's like, I don't know. And then, uh, another guy came up later. He's like, wait, where do I know you from? I was like, I was like, the blockchain event. <laughs> My favorite thing about people is they're convinced they're right. Like you know yeah. better than anyone else if you were at the blockchain event. But if they decide you were at the blockchain event, they're they know they were right. Sometimes this is what happens. Somebody say Hannibal Burris, and I'd be like, Yeah, and they're like, No, and I'm like, All right, <laughs> all right, fine, you win. <laughs> Glad we cleared that up. The great Hannibal Burris recorded that one in my hotel room in Lagos, Nigeria. We were both kind of groggy, but for very different reasons. As he mentioned at the top of the interview, he had stayed up all night and was hoping that the conversation would basically lull him to sleep. I had been up for about two minutes, but a very fun conversation nonetheless. Thanks so much to him. I would plug his stuff, but honestly, I'm not really sure where to start. So just check out his Twitter. It's at Hannibal Burris. Easy enough. Thanks again. Thanks to you guys, as always, for listening to the conversation. If you like the show, 
There are so many ways to support us. If you're a new listener, please subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play. We're on Spotify and YouTube now. Rate and review us. That would be very helpful as well. If you have any feedback, it's rwellcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Tumblr. That's rwellcast.tumblr.com. That is the first and best place to get all of your RIYL related information. Like us on Facebook. And that's about it for this week. So stick around because we are going to be back just about this time next week with another episode of RIYL.